All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator, founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Network and shizzyshiz.com, but we're not going to get into those. Uh, today's episode is making your spiritual beliefs your own. Uh, our sponsor today is the Butterfly Lotus Company. At the Butterfly Lotus Company, they work with newly awakened um, individuals who are looking for guidance and understanding and some knowledge about where you're going on your spiritual journey, what your spiritual gifts and abilities are, how to create strong spiritual boundaries and uh, foundations. So go and take a look um, and download their introduction to spiritual gifts and abilities. Link in the description. All right, I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker today, Glendy. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. My name is Glendy Young. I'm an energy healer, a sound healer, and a spiritual mentor. I specifically enjoy teaching empaths, introverts, and all those who are sensitive, awakening to what's going on, including coaches, healers, and readers, how to find energetic solutions in health and relationship and in life using energetic self-defense and energy clearing and dowsing so that they can leave the energy leaks and emotional drain behind. Ooh, sounds amazing. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, I'm sorry for everybody. I'm yellow today. I don't know what is going on with my computer, but I don't know if it's just on my end, but I look, I feel like I look super yellow today. So I apologize for the awkward colors. Um, even you can tell with my plants are looking a little bit yellowish. So it's not just me. <laughs> All right. Um, so making your beliefs your own. I'm going to share a little bit of my backstory with my spiritual path. Um, and then I, and then just talk about this, the issues that people may face. And really one of the reasons I became a spiritual teacher was my journey and what I experienced. I'd always, my whole life, I'd always been very interested in spirituality and, you know, I grew up watching the craft. I, you know, grew up believing in spirits and, um, I was attacked by a, and not not a fear thing. I was attacked by a negative entity when I was younger. Um, so that was uh, one of my first experiences in as a preteen. And so I had a lot of fear surrounding it. I also was raised in a in a religious household. So it was I had a lot of fear surrounding spirituality. And what I didn't realize was that I am come from a very long line of mediums and psychics and I didn't have the guidance during that time um, to really awaken. So it wasn't until I was in my 30s and I went and saw my first spiritual medium that I truly awoke. And during that time, I had connected with other individuals who were um, awoken and, and who had been on their, their own spiritual journey. So I had a lot of guides and mentors during that time. Now, one of the things that I found is that I had a lot of people telling me that I had to figure out who I was, figure out what my labels were, figure out how, um, what that looked like for me. And I really rebelled against that idea. I, I rebelled against needing to label myself to please other people. Um, I didn't fit necessarily into a religious or a cultural or a spiritual background. I picked and choose what I liked from each. I do things from indigenous cultures. I do things from Tibetan cultures. I do like, there's so many different aspects of spirituality that you can take from or, or utilize, not take from, but utilize in your own spiritual practices. And so what, the main reason I became a spiritual teacher was to encourage people to figure out who are you? 
right? What do you believe in? Do you believe in spirits? Do you believe in angels? Do you believe in psychics and mediums? And what are your beliefs and how can you build strong spiritual foundations for yourself in a world that's so inundated with spiritual lessons and teachings and, and all of it, right? Um, without the judgment or, or the need to um, label against what you're, what you're trying to create. So that was really my backstory on it. Um, and that's one of the reasons why today making your spiritual beliefs your own is so important because you do that as well, Glendy, right? You're, you're very much into creating a healthy awakening for, for those around you. Yeah, I started out actually as a science background. I mean, I grew up science, uh, sci-fi. I um, studied neuroscience almost on a PhD path, and then it, you know, court, and then I took a detour and went to technology and cybersecurity in the high corporate path for like almost twenty years. Uh, during that time, at somewhere along the line, I um, started doing yoga. It's just a little like very light gateway, the spiritual gateway drugs so, of yeah, I just need to exercise, and that was the only thing that I was able to do. And um, of course, part of it, it's just growing up uh, Chinese. We have, I naturally have our own cultural heritage, that understanding of spirits and ancestors and and, and all, all different kinds of things. And, and it's pretty funny by the time that I go into going through some of the bhakti path through the yoga, through the Vedas and the Hinduism and, and that type and, and Tibetan Buddhism. And it's, it's kind of like uh, also re uh, looking at some of those, uh, the old wives tales if you will like that from from kids uh, have a very different lens and i find it fascinating and fast forward i went through actually many spiritual community um you know uh went through i pretty much spent all my time and and, and energy uh using a lot of these modalities just to heal myself from the corporate world the energy drain of dealing with people didn't know that 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 whatever empathic abilities that i have or or, or whatnot and just just find it to be something fun and interesting and as I go through the rise and fall, a lot of these, these communities and spiritual systems um, going in and realizing that it's like reconnecting with a lot of old things, probably from other lives that already have a more like continuation. And some other paths, it's more like you go through it and see behind the curtains. And then you kind of, you know, get what you needed, like value reference for the lessons and, and what, what you learned, and then move on to the next thing. And then the doors keep on going deeper and deeper. And I would say even by now, um, and, and, and find out a lot of reason why we, we meet some of those things that we meet, why we, you know, some of the things that, that, that we, it's what we, the reason why we found interesting, uh, whether any kind of karmic entanglements or continuations or, 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 or uh, and link up that we have, not necessarily have to do with just we're interested in it, but there's a deeper story even for those. And because of that, even by now, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on. It's, it's, it's kind of beyond, beyond spirituality. Uh, it's, you know, by the time that, that just my understanding of like the spiritual stuff, the religious stuff, the alien stuff, and there's all kind of have this and, and all the the natural phenomena, there's all kinds of linkage that, you know, didn't, but being put in different boxes in the modern, the way that we learn about it. So yeah, by now, if, if, if anything, it's, it's the reason why they are who they are and whatnot really goes back to, uh, and what, 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 each person's path would be in my book, it's really ties into who and what they are from a much larger sense. And it's up to each person to discover and explore. And of course, both of us have all kinds of uh, uh, lessons and, and guide, you know, examples and, and that we can share and, and sort of people can, uh, can, 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 can walk their path um, carefully with discernments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, did you find it on your journey at all that 
were you ever told that it had to be a certain way or it had to look a certain way or feel a certain way for it to be correct? Yeah, um, there's certainly um, many times, you know, when you, you know, you, you lost something, you found a new thing, whether it's because you're so disappointed with, with one or you get traumatized. And, and then at some point you'd be like, you have this, oh my God, this is, I'm so glad I found this. Like I, it, this is not like the thing, the, the, whatever traumatic experience you have, whether it's from society or the, 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 the end of the path. Uh, and there's off, oftentimes, um, uh, you know, when I was really young and of course the first time exposed to religion and even though I wasn't grow up in a very uh, heart set religious circumstances, there's that, oh, this is how the world's supposed to be like. And, and then when you, you know, dive deeper as you grow up in, in, in all sorts of sense, you're like, well, is it really? And and I think that the healthy curiosity, the the possible looking at the what's possible on the other side, it's it's a very healthy thing for all of us to have. Yep. And when you're looking at that, it's it's it is a very unique journey. Your your connection to spirituality, no matter where it starts or how it manifests, is very unique to you. You can have similar situations, you can have similar experiences or beliefs as other people. But it is still uniquely yours. There, there aren't two people who have identical thought processes and feelings about, about everything. And I think with, with spirituality and, and society as it's creating it now, it's very much not just not just spirituality, but society tells us we have to look a certain way. We have to act a certain way. Spirituality needs to be a certain way. Uh, I've been in many spiritual groups across um, the globe, uh, through Facebook, through Instagram, um, all over on social media, where I find people who are, it has to be this way, and it has to be that way. And, and I, and I, I avoid that, or, or I try to, you know, um, discourage that kind of behavior, because it is, it is very much unique. I will, um, people talk about Ouija boards. Uh, that is a hugely controversial topic is Ouija boards. And there has been a lot of fear surrounding Ouija boards. Now I am, I do divination. Ouija boards are for me, just another form of divination. They're just another way to connect. And I don't believe that there's negativity on the other side. So for me to connect with those spirits, it's not a negative, right? It would be the same as me using a deck of cards or crystals or um, pendulums or ruins or or any other divination tool to connect with with spirit or the universe. Now, there are a lot of people who will disagree with me, and that is totally fine. And I think that when you learn spirituality and when you connect with your own inner spirituality, you get to choose what works for you. You get to choose what doesn't work for you and what you believe and what you don't believe. But just as I would expect other people, I won't tell other people you can't believe in that. You, you know, I don't believe in angels. Do I believe in guardian angels as in like our loved ones who have crossed over or um, I don't believe in angelic beings. And but there are a lot of people who who do believe in angelic beings. I don't tell them that they're wrong because they're not. For them, that's correct. It doesn't. And I think that's one of the things about spirituality. I really want to make people understand or help people understand is that you don't have to believe in everything that everybody else believes. That is a personal choice. It is a personal perspective and belief. And, you know, 
nobody is right or wrong for believing in what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And and part of it is also to, in addition to like, yes, we can believe in all, what we believe in, um, but the big part is also learning that discernment. Is it the right, not, you know, only because somebody says so you feel right, but do you have the discernment to really figure out, is it truly right for you? And I think that that is it's, it's what oftentimes may not, you know, uh, missing in the beginning, right? When you're beginning journey that you may, you know, uh, you, you sway between two conforming, just like, okay, somebody, it's, somebody said that, and this is the, the, the one and only truth versus like, oh, you just, you, you just go along with, um, it, it's something that you haven't examined with enough information that that uh, in ways so that you can can, can dis, uh, discern what it is. Um, there's a lot of things within the spirituality I won't do anymore, uh, and 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 it's it's a it's it's a personal choice because of information that I have personally gotten over and over and over from different places. Like for example, I don't do any full moon thing. I don't do any moon circles. I don't do any, you know, I used to, I've done them before, I love them. And, but I, I, you know, I don't work with moon energy, for example. And, and then a lot of people do. It's majority of the people in, in, you know, use it for manifestations, all kinds of things. And I have my reason for not doing that. But I have, I also understand those who uh, advocate it may or may not know that what is a link up that they have with the moon. So it might be right for them, absolutely right for them. Or maybe it's wrong for them, but they just didn't know that. So those are the things that we we all, each of us, to to grow up in uh, the spiritual sense, to find our own discernments and and really hone down on what is helping us to grow in a way that that is beneficial to our personal journey. Absolutely. And and that's, I'm I'm really glad that you shared that because I do do full moon rituals and new moon rituals because I am definitely impacted (laughs) by by the moon. but I would never like if that's something and, and this is the the beautiful part about it. And you all can see that here right now is I didn't know that about Glendy. I now know that about Glendy. And that's great. There's there's no judgment. There's no shame. There's no blame. There's no guilt. There's no disagreement. That's awesome for you. And it's great. I would never say, oh, you have to do it. Or you, you know, what, what are you thinking? There's none of that. And the spiritual community has has kind of shifted over the last 10 years to really be domineering on on what you can and can't believe or or where you can and can't practice or how you practice and and it's it's just not right so for me um building your spiritual foundations what do you believe in right and one of the first things when you're going through an awakening no matter who you are Um, And no matter your situation, an awakening is a very personal thing. It is a very intimate thing that you're experiencing. And a lot of the times, not all, but a lot of the times, there is usually a traumatic event that's that's shifting you into that awareness, that's shifting you into, um, into embracing or even opening up or an awakening to spirituality. And during that time, you are vulnerable because you're trying, you know, you're, you're hurting, you're trying to heal, you're trying to change whatever, whatever emotions you're experiencing at that time are heightened, which make you vulnerable. And that's not a, I'm I'm not trying to scare anybody or anything along those lines, but you are in a vulnerable position. And with that, finding people like Lenny and I who say, what do you believe in? It's time to learn your intuition. It's time to feel what your signs are, right? Um, 
your intuition, everybody is intuitive. That's one thing that I, that I teach is everybody is intuitive. That is your sixth sense, your intuition, your mother's, your mother's intuition, your, whatever you want to call it, your gut instinct, everybody has that. But a lot of the time we forget what it feels like. We forget how to use it, right? If a child walks up to an adult and that child or, or an animal walks up to a human and they feel off, they listen to that, right? They listen to it and they use that to determine whether or not they want to go near somebody, whether they want to engage with somebody or something that it, you are you instinctively have that intuition, but we forget about it. And we, we, we don't utilize it um, as we become adults. And I think in the society that we're living in right now, um, we've been, with all the technological advancements, we're so driven to live in our head and kind of leave the rest of our being, our body, including our intuitions behind. And that makes it uh, a very um, advantageous for, for perhaps other types of uh, programmings and and conditioning that is actually even further away from what is desperately needed right now. It's actually the spiritual evolutions of who and what we are. And uh, at the same time, I feel like and and I think when the when I, when I first jumped into some of the spirituality stuff, it was so clear to me that's like the next frontier. Mm-hmm. That's like the next. You know, we talk about we have you know gone through the diets, the exercises to get healthy, the mindset, the emotions. And to me, the next, next frontier is really at the energetics and, and spiritual level and, and kind of going through the threshold of all the things that actually people can't see and feel, but it's actually affecting us and also like affecting how the world actually operate. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's up to those who are willing and ready to actually tap into their intuition, to tap into, you know, being being away from that mind focus, you know, at centric, so that we can actually embrace all our gifts and walk through this threshold with all the changes coming. I think it's it's such an important thing for us to to each open our own boxes of gifts so that we can uh, be who who we tr- truly are and um, embrace what's what's coming. I we did an episode, I believe it was on human design, uh, the beginning of this season or or end of last season I am not gonna lie I can't fully remember um and so I went through my human design chart and it's not something that I regularly go through or that I'm very well versed in uh, because I'm not (laughs) but it was talking about a global awakening um and it was I was in the sleeping phoenix um aspect of human design so I was one of the teachers that are that are coming up during this time. And it was funny because I had just gotten a Phoenix tattoo. <laughs> so I was like, that was perfect. Oh, right? uh, my son and I got matching Phoenix tattoos uh, oh. for, for his 18th birthday, or we waited until his 19th, somewhere in there. Um, and so it was very symbolic for me. And we we are definitely going through a time where where things are becoming more clear. Things are becoming we're 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 questioning the status quo and and the the I guess the way that we've been doing things for many years. And and if you look at society and you look at generations, because like Glendy does, we do look at science, we do look at history, we do look at the things that we've been taught through generations. Spirituality has been a big part in various different ways throughout generations. You've had the, you know, um, in Greek mythology, right? You've had the gods and you've had psychics and you've had 
um, situations where pharaohs have revered to their psychic um, divinators, right? And then you have, you know, where witches were burned at the stake through the Salem trials, right? Um, and so it's time to kind of open our awareness a little bit more again and say, you know, how is this going to help us? How is this going to help us heal? And, you know, all the wars and traumas, and there are a lot throughout our emotional, mental, energetic, spiritual beings that are meant to help clear those issues and help, you know, guide the world into understanding who they are, what they want, how to, how to create a world of love and, and compassion rather than judgment and hate. Yeah. And there's, we, we all carry so much burden that we didn't realize, like from all the, all the lives, all the lives that we have lived, all the connections with other types of atrocity that we don't even have any memories of. And, 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 but along with that, we also have a lot of skill set and in order for us to rebuild a capacity and uh, to, to, like you said, as usher in the way that we can evolve, live more in more open, compassionate way and acceptance so that, uh, yeah, so that we can, you know, instead of destroying what we have and who we are, we can actually uh, be better, be in a better place. Yeah. And one of the greatest things I love mentioning about spirituality is it is love. It is acceptance. It is truth. And it's not at the detriment or the exception of anybody else's truth. And that's the beautiful part about it. You know, true spirituality, when you can look at other people and their beliefs and their religions and their thoughts and their feelings and say, I feel you, I understand you, and I validate you um, without needing to agree or disagree, or change opinions. And when we can get to a point of that, it's 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 life-altering. Um, so making your beliefs your own are really about just finding what, what does it look like for you, right? What's your intuition? What feels good to you? What doesn't feel good to you? Learning how to identify your intuitive guidance learning how to identify, you know, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what resonates with you, what doesn't resonate with you, and going through that process and truly, you know, leaning into the things that do. And it is through that leaning in that we, you know, will open up the next doorway, mm -hmm. even though sometimes there may be things that you pick up, it's just temporary, it just kind of lead to another doorway. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know whether you have that experience or not, but it's, it's, it's a, uh, like we, we sometimes we only have the the breadcrumb in front of us, but nonetheless, it's it's it for us to embrace a breadcrumb in the moment that you got to open up to something more. Yeah. yeah, um, that's like the the mentors that I've had. So I've worked with business coaches, I've worked with spiritual mentors, I've worked with the gambit, and you know all of them have been amazing in their own right. But at the same time, all of them have taught me. Most importantly, they've taught me what I didn't want. Mm. They taught me how I didn't want to be or what I didn't want to learn or the path that I didn't want to take. And I think when we can identify that, that really opens the door, right? That's that breadcrumb going, okay, I spent two years with this mentor. Um, I'm feeling very dejected and very, you know, um, 
I don't want to say unworthy because nobody can make you feel unworthy. What was the, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, I, I can't even remember the word. So obviously I'm not supposed to share it. Um, but I felt very left alone and I felt very uncared for unless I was paying for things. Mm. And it, that situation taught me that that's not who I want to be. I don't want to leave all of my clients and all of my friends and family to my assistant or to my team to deal with when, you know, everybody matters. Yeah, that's, that's a, uh, we all have those trials and tribulations. And, and this is another, and I think another big lesson is that we think, you know, it's not just rainbows and butterfly in the spiritual world, right? It's, it's, you know, just as whether it's in business or in dealing with difficult family dynamics, right? It's, it's even within spirituality with, uh, through the path, it's, it still um, comes with challenge, deal with heartbreaks. And, and, and hopefully a lot of times it's, it's heartbreaks that breaks your heart open. Yeah. something yeah um and i love that you said that because i i just created an entire business and i'm not promoing so please nobody nobody i'm not going to tell you what the business is um i just started an entire business that's geared towards laughter but inappropriate laughter um and it is along the lines of we all need to laugh, right? There are going to be situations that we don't like. There are going to be people that we don't necessarily get along with, right? And when we have that intention in our hearts that whatever we get into or whoever we meet, that we're going to show love, we're going to show kindness and compassion, and we have the the, the right and the opportunity to walk away. Um, I've been married to my twin flame for 15 years. And um, one of my favorite things to say to my husband is, yeah. <laughs> so I created a company that's all about inappropriate laughter and it's making fun of things that people say all the time. And so I created um, a shirt that's got a donkey on it and <laughs> right. So I can walk around and people be like, oh my God, that's funny. Or, you know, just bringing joy and happiness, whether that is through comedic relief, whether that is through, you know, the, pardon my life, the shitty situations we find ourselves in because we're going to find those situations. Yeah. Nobody, I was talking to a friend yesterday and I said, nobody is immune yeah. to life sucking at times because it does. It's, it's not all cupcakes and rainbows. It's, Today's a really hard day or, you know, I'm in excruciating pain today and you see me sitting here laughing and having fun and talking about, you know, being happy and having fun and making fun of the days where you just don't want to get out of bed um, because life is worth it. And our spirituality is part of that, whether you believe, whether you don't believe, um, figure out what works for you. One of my best friends is an atheist and I'm like, right on, right on. But he knows it, right? He wholeheartedly knows and believes it. And he is strong in his identity as, a, as, as an atheist. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's, that's knowing who you are and making the decision. And I think you hit the point. It's the most important part is being knowing who you are and continuously like really examine that label, 
this it's it is it really the right label you put on yourself right that's constant play and uh yeah dealing with that that hardships that uh if anything i would say that there are some some of my mentors are completely like hidden people hidden from the world and they have the strangest and craziest type of uh, uh, issues. And, and it's a lot of them are just such otherworldly. So I, it's almost the like same analogy, like money. Like people are like, if you're a college kid, you have no money, you eat, uh, you know, you're always counting your money and you eat ramen for food and whatnot. And when you make a lot of money, uh, you still stress about money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You'll be eating good, better stuff, but this is the same stress of, of money. So um, in a way, it's, it's, it's really kind of understanding how we can fit all that in picture. And I love that you are sharing laughters. And, and that's a lot of times neutralize a lot of animosity and differentiations and judgment. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Um, I think that's, that's a great wrapped up for us today. And I hope people that um, take this uh, idea of, of really, you know, working with, as they grow in their spiritual work, um, open up to the inner teacher. Yeah. That's ultimately, uh, I oftentimes said, I'm just, I'm just like shuffling you along until your inner, inner teacher wakes up. So. Exactly. I love that you said that. Love that you said that. A great teacher, a great mentor, and a great guide will get you to a point where you don't need them anymore. Exactly. I have seven businesses and that is the goal in each one of them. I don't want you to need me anymore. I want you to be self-sufficient. I want you to be knowing who you are, what you need. It's, it's so important to get to that point because from the day we're born to the day we die, we yeah. are our own constant. Yep. That's what I'll teach my client as well. It's like, it's, it's pick up all this state. Like it's more like teaching the tool, teaching them how to fish and go off to, to do all kinds of, 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 of amazing things that they only, they can have access to. And that's the beauty that we can leave here in the world. It is beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much, Glendy, for joining me today. I really appreciated your time and this discussion. It's definitely one that's needed across, across the world. Lovely. Thank you for having me, Super fun. Well, for anybody, please go and take a look. If you would like to connect with Glendy, please do so. Her links are in the description of this episode. You can find her on social media through her website. Go and connect and learn more about what she does. Um, our sponsor today, the Butterfly Lotus Company, is all about helping you build your spiritual foundations, awakening your spiritual gifts and abilities, and really learning what they mean for you. Go and check out their introduction to the spiritual gifts and abilities. They also have the protection, uh, spiritual protection uh, ebook, as well as some other stuff. So go and check them out. Um, I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. If you would like to be a guest speaker, blogger, or sponsor, or if you'd like to see a topic featured on the show, please make sure that you reach out to us at justalivetv.com. Uh, like, follow, and share with the show. And I hope you all have an amazing afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when and where you're watching. Lots of love. Bye.